Hello. Welcome to the tea. It never feels natural. It always feels so awkward. I think that's part of it. I don't know. (laughs) At this point, are we going to get better? No. Signs point to no. My name is T-Rex. Welcome to the tea. What's new with you? Oh, and... (laughs) We haven't done this in like we a week and a half. We haven't done this in a minute. I know. We get rusty. Oh, and the, and the lights are going on and off. <laughs> Everything's crazy today. Um, uh, welcome to my co-host. Lucky, Lucky Stiff. Stiff. Hi. What have you been you? doing all week? Oh, lots and lots of long, like 14-hour days. I'm uh, a drag consultant right now on a theater play that's happening up on the north side of Chicago, which is very uh, fun and cool, and I get to work with some of my friends, and that's really fun. Nice. And But it just means that I leave my current day job and then go immediately into like tech, and then sometimes go immediately from tech to a drag gig, so I am tired. Ugh. I'm very tired. How are you? Uh, I had three days off. Got this little beer going on, <laughs> and um, been uh, reviewing international yums boxes from uh, oh my, my house. So much fun. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, introduce our. Feel <laughs> like we're like we're out of it so today. tired. Can we do a cheers? Let's do a start. cheers. Let's okay. bring us all together. Cheers! All right, here we go. Very excited. All right, we are welcoming her back. It is her third time on the tee. So, yeah. Uh, welcome, Miss <laughs> Auntie Chan. Oh my God. Creepy. And regretting it already. <sighs> we the best music. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's new with you? Um, what is new with me? Oh, since last time, I am doing drag full time now, and it's yes. really hard to be the boss of yourself. It mm-hmm. is. It's so tough. Because like, you have to be hard on yourself. Yeah. You can't blame anybody else. Right. Yeah. And and if something doesn't work out, like, who do I yell at? Or who yells at me? <laughs> like, I have to keep myself motivated. So I just, like, come up to my friends and tell them to, like, just say awful things in my face or just to yell at me just to get some flame underneath <laughs> yeah. me. But Well, for those uh, listening who don't know, uh, a lot of people know you online for your viral videos. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you going to be doing more of that? Uh, I do want to lean into that. Uh, I... I'm trying to find a way to monetize that too. Yeah. It's the so hardest, the hardest. It's so hard. Hard. Yeah. It's uh, making YouTube YouTubers don't make money anymore. No. Like it, it's changing. I was just talking to Lo Tyon, who is an amazing drag queen mm-hmm. that also has a really cute internet following too, and she says that YouTubers. Uh, they used to lean into like short videos. Now they're leaning into long videos. Now kids are watching videos that are 20 minutes long. Like, and, and it's 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 so. It's changing so fast. Yeah. I don't have that kind of attention span. It's changing so fast. Um, her own boss. That's mm-hmm. true. Um, she is also uh, hair maven to the stars. <laughs> um, give it up for Miss Sarah Andrews. Sup? <laughs> uh, Sarah is the CEO creator of Wig Takeout, which has been around for how long? Oh, God, like two or three years now. I was the first person you made hair for. Yeah, you were. Because no one made hair at this point, and I just knew you had the skill, so I thought I would exploit your... Yeah, just your, begged <laughs> me to make hair, and I was like, ugh, I don't and even we, like making hair for myself. And we wouldn't even bring you new wigs. I would go, oh, I have this <laughs> wig that I've owned for three years. This, will you will you tur- bring some life back to this, this rotted... This janky, thin <laughs> yeah. wig store wig? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Hard front <laughs> from wigs and plus or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it just blew up from there. So you originally didn't like doing hair. Uh, you know what? I didn't mind doing hair. I hate sewing. Sewing. Oh. I hate. But hair's not so bad. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't hate it like I hate sewing or stoning. Ugh. Oh, my God. I love stoning. Ugh. I love stoning. Ugh. It's one of my favorite things See, to do. I, I hate, hate doing hair. I hate tedium. Uh, how is hair not tedium? It's not tedi- It's not that tedious. See, Because you don't... do it in sections. You know, you like But that's how I feel about stoning. It, and then you tease it. Yeah, and same. then you it's like sculpt work your way it. Out. Yeah. With stoning, like you're still creating a design, especially with shoes, because you got to figure out how to like layer it up. Mm-hmm. See, our brand side. Just... Yeah. <laughs> sewing is kind of the same, too, though. Like you just have pattern pieces and you're like putting it is sewing I don't I don't just like sewing for the tedium I just like sewing for just the math oh that's Uh, the math math and geometry and shit she likes Mm -hmm. it for the math yeah I love I don't like that (laughs) (laughs) um you were a full-time drag queen for a very long time for like 20 years you worked at play in Nashville Mm -hmm. and I know you threw the princess and you started coming here more often you've lived in Chicago for what five years now yeah going on like five years fucking wild yeah. Uh, and then you decided you just want to do hair full time. And now we have to drag you out to the <laughs> pun intended to do performances once every five months. Yeah. So I, I, I actually, I'm enjoying doing hair. It's fun. It's yeah. Well, you're it's making nice. money and you're, well, I'm uh, assuming you're making money because it, I get up on that backed up <laughs> list. Yeah. <laughs> I am. I'm making a little more money than I ever made doing drag, yeah. and I'm not spending it on drag. That's true. Because I was doing it full time, five, yeah. six nights a week, and, and you, you wind had to up constantly spend money on it, and so. you wind up at the club, yeah, where you drink exactly, and then you spend more money, and, yeah. and you drink for right. free, but then you end up tipping Tip, the bartenders yeah. more mm-hmm. than you would have paid for the drinks. So. And then you get wasted because yeah. the drinks are free, and then you end up at Taco Bell spending. How did I spend more 20, money? $24 on Taco Bell. Buying the whole, the whole kitchen yeah. food. So. And then you declare bankruptcy and you move <laughs> to Taiwan. <laughs> um, are you about to move? I am yeah. to Nashville. No. When is that? Uh, end of March. Wow. So I have to put all my wig orders in like Jeez. now because <laughs> I do not yeah. want to pay shipping. And then uh, hopefully we'll be there for a, no more than a year mm-hmm. and then making a move much further away. So your shipping will be way more expensive. So get <laughs> them in fast. Love, Love that. that. Oh <laughs> Very into that. Get them in fast. From Nashville to where? Uh, I'd rather not say right now. Oh, I don't want to jinx Thailand. it. I don't want to jinx it. The moon. It's I'm, I'm a prescient. I'm a prophet. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> well, shall we jump right in? I think. Think we should. All right, I'll start it up. Sounds good. Uh, this is from Simone from Chicago. Do you think? Nope. Do you think you have to be a live <laughs> performer to be considered a serious drag artist? Is being visible through social media videos and events enough? That's a good question. Meaning, good question. do you have to perform at shows, or is is it good enough to be? You know, I don't think YouTube you have thing. to perform at shows. I think that the mediums for drag have changed in right. recent years, and. Make the most of them. Yeah. yeah. And and people who say, like, well, she doesn't even. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, that's so. Oh, so yeah. Like, so there's different box. avenues. Yeah. Like, in, the, in the South and in the pageant scene, which is where I come from before I moved to Chicago, uh, being a social media queen or an Instagram queen is such a big insult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, they're not performers or whatever. So yeah. it's, it, but bitch. I preach it online. I'm like, they're making money though. They're exactly they're doing the it. The bills are paid. You got to show respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if they yeah, they're working on something hey. big. If they can monetize the, the that, content, they, yeah, they yeah. It out. yeah, yeah. If it's a job that you have to report taxes on, it's almost like mm-hmm. a vaudeville actor making yeah. fun of a silver screen actor, that being like, yeah. oh, well, they can't act on the stage. Yeah. Well. Everybody does yeah, their own thing. Yeah, but where's it going yeah. now? Right. Yeah, where are the vaudeville actors now? You know, it's the thing that I've answered since the, the beginning of 
me doing my thing and not performing, it's like, but she doesn't even perform. I'm like, well, you don't even host. You <laughs> <laughs> can't go to the moon. You oh, can't, bitch, I can't, like, I can't make a out. stir fry. I don't care. If you do what you're good at, then I want to watch exactly. it. Exactly. Like, I can't spit gonna... out half a, half a sentence on a mic. So. Right. <laughs> and it's not for everybody. Like, yeah. I remember yeah. having this conversation a while ago, maybe like a year and a half ago or something with Bon Bon, who is an amazing artist, like incredible performer. And Bon Bon, who I hope doesn't mind me sharing this story, was like, what do you like about performing? And I was like, oh my God, it makes me feel invincible. Like, I love it. It feels incredible. I love the audience. I love everything about it. And Bon Bon was just like, I hate it and it makes me right. stressed. And I was like, <laughs> oh no. And she goes, do you think I have to keep doing it? And I was like, oh no. Yeah. Like some people, it's just not something that they they really enjoy or that that's their thing? Why would you suffer through something that you right. maybe don't feel like you're totally suited I, to? I always <sighs> thought what Amazing. other people considered a weakness was a strength of mine with that I had the ability to look around and go, oh, people aren't enjoying me performing and I don't like it and I'm not good at it. Why would I subject them to it? Right. Just because a long line of people said that this is the normal thing. Like, I think there's more strength in in people being able to make their own avenues with what they're specifically good at mm-hmm. and not just jumping into, uh, you know, an operation and being like, well, I'll just be another cog in the system, you know? like, right. And that's mm-hmm. fine because it's great to have people who can perform and, you know, uh, but people who who know specifically what their niche is. Right. Yeah. And 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 with performance it's the same thing. I mean, you have to know what you're good at. Right. It would be yeah. like somebody asking, you know, a queen who does a lot of like I don't know, R&B ballads. Why aren't you more of a comedy queen? Yeah. And you're just like, that's not what I do. Yeah. Yeah. And or a comedy queen, why they don't dance. Right. Yeah. And you're just like, that's not a skill set that I've developed. <laughs> and it says a lot about people who just like and I don't want to drag the pageant girls. Go ahead. No, no, no. Girls that come from a specific system where it's almost seen as respectful to the people behind you or that came before you, I should say, that you just keep doing things how you do them, mm-hmm. you know, and that you don't break the mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. some people think that, you know, to keep doing things how they've been done is almost like, that's just what you do. And anything otherwise, it's like, well, what, why, why would you do that? It's the same. It's the conversation with the, the bio queens and the this. And the, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, well, that's not how we do it. Well, said who? It's very said true. who? Said 200 yeah. years of people doing the same fucking thing? Well, mm-hmm. mama, right. it's the 90s. Ooh, you got fire in your eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, just hate when, I just hate when people say, you know, like that you have to do what you're doing because... That's a hundred years worth of people things. before you yeah. said it's like fuck off. And like, also, I think that's uh, most of the time. Like sometimes, maybe not, but most of the time, it's actually not true. You're just not looking in the right places to see those things happening. Yeah. Like people who were assigned female at birth have been doing drag for some version of drag for ages and ages and ages. But like maybe it wasn't as lifted up. Maybe it wasn't as you know. And mm-hmm. people have been doing all kinds of like weird gender performance for forever. So yeah. honestly, I think if you're like. Don't do it that way because nobody does it that way and we all do it this way. You're just not very observant. And you right. probably suck at what you do anyways that you got to that you got to tell people that they can't enter the same universe as you or they can't uh, compete on the same level as you right. because they don't do things exactly how you do them. Exactly. Because you, you might not just show, be good at it. Don't hire them. Yeah. But like, otherwise, stay out of their goddamn business. Yeah. Right. Stay in the past. Mamu. <laughs> uh, I think people also like their first exposure to drag is like drag race and they just say, oh, you, your skill sets have to match up with what, mm-hmm. what it takes to be on drag race. Yeah. And it's 
it's like drag is still kind of like at least in like the financial market it feels like still relatively new like we don't know how much people are worth in drag we don't know how much we should be charging people Mm. and um how to manage them and i've always thought like there should be like a union or something but uh, even like beyond all of that like how can we put something in a box when we don't even when it was never created to like have a box right yeah we don't believe in the box that's why we're doing what we're doing right yeah Good talk, everybody. Drag race girls, drag race girls don't even have the, all the skill sets it takes to be on drag. <laughs> Hello, race. I mean, goodness. We know Sarah has an opinion on. It. <laughs> they don't like they like they have their strengths and weaknesses on the show, just like any yeah. of us yeah. would have. Yeah. It's like a decathlon. Like, yeah, you might not be as amazing at archery as you are at swimming, but if you yeah. can exactly. get by in archery enough get, to get to the can, swimming, right. then you're doing great. Or fake it, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you think so you have I to be a live performer? <laughs> also, what is a serious drag artist? Like, what uh, does yeah. that mean? Does that mean being full-time as a queen? A lot of serious queens I know aren't. Yeah. Does that mean, like, other people around you are like, oh, they're the real deal? Like, why are yeah. they the ones who decide? I just think I that think the question is, <clears throat> it, not the question is problematic, but that phrase is problematic in yeah. some way. Well, so much of any kind of success, whether it be in business or whether it be in drag or whatever, is faking it till you make it. So if you show up to the party and go, this is what I do, you're going to accept it, let's go, yeah. like, you, you will find that people will go, okay. Yeah. Like, you right. know, if you kind of show up swinging, people will respect it. And yeah. in drag, I think that really, it, it, you know, it works. There's room for it. Yeah. yeah. The next question actually is kind of tied to this. Should we just roll right into it? Take it, my dude. Noah from Indianapolis. In a world full of drag everywhere you look. (laughs) In a world. uh, How how does your drag stand out from the crowd? In a world. (laughs) A film by Michael Bay. Um, Angie Chan, how do you stand out? How do I stand out? Um, Explain yourself. Oh, my God. I think... I stand out because I do what I like to do. Um, I I like to make content and I like to be goofy and dumb and fun. Um, And I don't ever feel the pressures of like what other people are doing and I don't have to compare myself to what other people are doing. Mm. Um, So that's how I stand out. I, I just trust that what I'm doing is like a lot of fun and it should always be for fun. Yeah. Um, uh, and that's just that, like, if I ever, like, feel like, oh, I'm not doing good enough, it's because I'm comparing it to something else. So much is you just can't compare yourself to the people around you. You can use them kind of as a barometer, I guess. Like, sure. you say, like, if I see someone, well, I've said this before, if I see someone that has something that I want, I don't think to myself, well, why does she get that? Which mm-hmm. is such a weird, poisonous way to it's think of things. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's uh, it's how can I position myself and let the universe be ready to soak me in to to make it to the level that she made it to, mm-hmm. uh, with how I want to do it. You know, like you got to find your own way, and you yeah. can't compare yeah. yourself to the people next to you all the time. Yeah, you, you can. Yeah. It's like, how can I be... Okay, they're doing amazing things. I love what they're doing. How can I be better? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How can I, like, learn how to do that thing or do that in my own way or whatever? I think it's also really good to be... Good. It's it, you should be inspired by many things. Like you shouldn't want to replicate uh, something that 
a lot of the queens are like painting themselves like similarly and it's yes. you know it's everyone's painting themselves like Valentina and everyone's like giving themselves like individual lashes on the bottom and it and, you know it looks pretty and stuff but like it it feels so uninformed and it's a snake eating itself like you should have right. so many interests that go beyond just drag itself right and like, I think mm-hmm. that's how you develop a unique totally. well, well with any art I mean you can you shouldn't be able to look at it and go, I feel like this is a painting of another painting. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. you, you, you can you see know. references. You can like, see references. I know who my references are. And like, yes, I w- originally was like watching Trixie Mattel do like yeah. tutorials, but mm-hmm. also there's like 12 other things that I feel you like are on my still face. still be able to absorb what you're looking at and go, ooh, but I see the artistic integrity of this. Yeah. Not like this person clearly just like watched a tutorial is doing a... Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So many times the girls that do that refuse to acknowledge that they watched that tutorial and completely uh, copied it. Yeah, I've never seen that. And then the second someone calls them out and it's like, how dare you say that my art is like, mama, we all saw the tutorial. Yeah. Am I am I sparring today? You a little bit. You're crazy. The, the, hater, al- the, the hater alarm went off. You heard They're it. coming for you. Yeah, I don't know. Be the Be the remix, not the cover. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, in a world full of Drag queens, how does your drag stand out in the world? Oh my gosh, I don't know. That's for everyone else to answer, not me. Is it because you quit drag? You abandoned it in a ditch somewhere? No, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm quirky and weird. Uh, even though I said I, every white girl, I grew. I grew. I'm quirky. <laughs> I grew up in the pageant scene where everyone was so glamorous and like these big glamazons and and beautiful. And I think I I learned how to do drag from them, so I sort of have that appearance. But then. When you dive deeper, you see that I'm like. When you watch me on stage, you see that I'm fucking weird weird and nerdy and not uh, a diva. It's it's. it's, I think that's me. Yeah, you also connect with the audience so specifically and so like. I remember like being here for the first time and watching drag and watching you like connect with each audience member that was tipping you in a really real way. Yeah, that was extremely inspiring. Oh, thank you. Speaking yeah. of nerdy, can I say the, <laughs> the the coolest thing about you is the gamers thing? Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Tell us. <laughs> Tell them. So I always find myself uh, fighting for uh, the rights of marginalized people in weird communities. <laughs> Uh, so right now, of course, I'm I'm fighting. I'm championing trannies. Can I say that on here? I it's, mean, you. Oh. I'm championing. You have the right. I'm it's championing. Your, it's your identity, I'm championing mama. trannies on Drag Race, of course, which is just such a an asinine thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in 2006, I championed the rights of gay gamers in uh, the gaming world. Yeah. So yeah. So when you look on the Wikipedia page, she is one of the main for, people for gamer with a Y, like G A Y M E R. Because they like, used I'm to just there. they used to say terrible things in the what is they would kick people out just like that in the chat. Gay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every twelve back when is back like when everything was so gay and yada yada yada. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of uh, gay gamers got tired of it and created their own little little groups to game in, and I championed. Rights and that. So you can Google Sarah Andrews World of Warcraft and you will see pages of articles about me. Half of them have been like removed over the years, but there's still a couple pages worth of Google. Yeah. Did you, were you like fighting with the World of Warcraft like with them or just the people that they were? I was. uh, Lambda Legal actually contacted me uh, because they got word of of my whole ordeal and uh, wrote a 
basically a cease and desist letter to Blizzard, the creator of World of Warcraft, about it. And then they issued me an, an apology. It just blew, it was it was wild. wild. It was wild. Is and I didn't e- is just. I didn't expect any of that. I I like just posted um, my email interactions with the with Blizzard uh, on like a gamer forum, and suddenly they were all over the oh, wow. media around the world. So yeah. She's a shit stir. Yeah, so don't <laughs> fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> All these games that you want to play, me? Yeah. Oh. oh. Mm. Love it. Um, oh, my God. Look where the next question is from. Okay. Cohen from Utrecht, oh. Netherlands. Boom. See? After I do my international yums box, <laughs> I'm pimping all over the world. <laughs> uh, where would you want to perform abroad? Oh. Um... I'm trying to think where I feel like I see the drag scene in Paris. Mm-hmm. Paris is cute. Vancouver is cute. Yes, I see a lot in Canada. Paris is my favorite. They're so ugh, yeah ahead of the game. It's fucking weird. Yeah, too. it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very artistic. Yeah, it's good. Paoli. Where? Paoli. 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 Is that how you? Oh, uh, where I am from originally. You're, you're doing it perfectly. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I would love to do it in Antarctica and Ooh. do a little performance that uh, <laughs> just freezes everything. And your performance it. freezes it? Yeah. Oh, I you're solving global climate change yeah. is what you're doing. Yeah. I'm trying to dump a Watch as Batman and Robin once. What? Okay, look, that home's got to be safe, mama. Cool party. <laughs> Chill out. Oh, my God. What a nightmare uh, that movie was. Sarah, where would you like to perform? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. I don't know. I was, you know, I was actually listening to the tea with Art Simone and yes. Australia sounds really fun to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. fucking different over there. Yeah. What's that show that just, the drag show in New Zealand that everybody's been talking about? Oh, the What's one where called? the drag king. The drag house? He won, right? Yeah. yeah. Whoa, spoiler. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I haven't seen I it yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's okay. Now I know. <laughs> yeah, either. But, but yeah, that's, that looks fun. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'd do it. I heard it was really bad. Oh um, no! <laughs> I'd love to do a Survivor style drag show oh, on an sure. island. Oh, Come on! <laughs> what would the competition be like? What I don't would you know. Do? I don't know, but it would be great. Like, whatever it lip-sync was. Lip sync while spear fishing or something. <laughs> oh, I would love that. that's Dragula. It would be great. You're thinking of Dragula. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, London's cute. I don't know. There's London. lots of... I I have not been to Berlin yet, just in general, and I don't know anything about the Berlin drag scene, but I, yeah. I'm curious about it, because like Germans are always so out be there. bizarre. Yeah, yeah, must be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 954, what's Belmont? <laughs> sure. Club? Yeah, no, nothing Every about Saturday. it. Never been there. Um, you want to do the next one? I will do the next question. Oh, yes, uh, this is good. So, Joe from Chicago... I'm 23 and have been ignoring my queer side for so long. Now I'm finally paying attention to stuff I've been oppressing for so long, and I feel like I've been awakened. I've started going to drag shows, and it's been great. Something about it all feels right. Relatable. (laughs) As someone who is new to the queer scene, any tips on cultivating a queer community? I mean, you're already starting to do it. Like, right. Go Just out. Keep going out, man. Say yeah. hi, introduce yourself, say you're new. Introduce yourself. Yeah, be like, hey, this uh, I'm Joe. I'm new. Can I buy you a drink? Yeah. Yeah. A shot. Yeah, a shot's better. Yeah. A, Sometimes drink, a, a drink sounds romantic. <laughs> a drink sounds romantic like or like a hostage situation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 May I eat your ass? Yeah. <laughs> a shot is like, let's spend yeah. the next 45 seconds together. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're good. Yeah. 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 
That's good. And then eventually you'll be around a bunch and people will start wrecking. That's how I did it. And like comment on people's posts and add people online. And Mm -hmm. that's really like a simplified way to do it outside of a formal handshake (laughs) is you just show up. And I just see people showing up on my comments being like, hey, I love this. And I just recognize them. And then they come say hi in person. They're like, hey, I just moved here. Like, oh, hell yeah. And we just made friends. You complimented me. I automatically like you. Yeah. Yeah. The only child jumped out. I mean, social media is also another great way to like kind of put yourself in it. Because like you said, you see people commenting on stuff and you recognize them. And then it makes you take notice of them in the club and stuff too. Those are for like the queer Facebook groups. Like I remember going to just Chicago Queer Exchange and being like, what's happening? What are the parties? When Nico moved here five (laughs) years ago, she searched Chicago drag. Do you know this? Mm -hmm. She searched Chicago drag. The first person that came up was Sissy Spastic. She added her, and within like a week, most hanging out. (laughs) She was just like, hey, I'm moving here. I see you do drag, too. Like, literally do the most simple Mm -hmm. shit you can think of, and you'll find your Yeah. yeah, It's scary to, like, start reaching out to people, but the internet makes it a little easier. It really does. Totally. When Mm -hmm. When I moved to Chicago 10 years ago, I said, everywhere you go, you have to shake a hand or you're, you'll end up moving back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I wanted to make sure that I was going out of my way to shake a hand everywhere mm-hmm. I went, meet people everywhere I went. When I went to the grocery store, I shook a hand. Starbucks shook a hand. Just meet people. And even if you don't immediately like those people, through those people, you will meet people you like. It's true. Yeah. Go find Edith. Just go. She's just, 95. Yeah. She knows where all the happening raves are. Go shake her hand in. in the grocery store. You got to jump in or you're going to end up moving back. Yeah. got to jump in. It's true. Yeah. And don't be exclusive to one space too. Like, no. <clears throat> go around. Yeah. Find your, find your, find your, find your fave space. Yeah. yeah. Your group. Your tribe. Yeah. Go to the one place and ask somebody. Be like, hey, this was really fun. I like this. Are there other parties like this around? Totally. Mm. I love when people do that. Yeah. What else drag should we go to see? And right. And bitch, I'll like, tell you because I get love to being be the cool. Tw- yeah. Oh, I'm like the tourism <laughs> board. Well, and I unfurl my list. <laughs> well, first of all, <laughs> if it's a Wednesday, but she only on the second basket. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And then go on this after, and then make sure you go. Yeah. Yeah. That too. You can do it, Joe. We believe oh, in you. Joe. Yeah. Welcome to the scene. <laughs> All right. You want to do the next one? Yeah. Okay. Simone from Chicago. Oh my God. We have Simone. From Is Chicago. it the same Simone? Is it a different Simone? I think it's the same Simone. Miss mm. Andrews, where do you see wig takeup going? Do you want to expand it or do you want to keep it smaller with more attention to custom hair designs? You know, my my ultimate goal with wig takeout is to design and create my own wigs, like straight from the packaging. Yeah. Wow. Um, and and uh, yeah, that's pretty much like my goal, my big goal. Um, I would love to be able to do less styling because it's so time consuming and exa- like physically exhausting and I'm becoming an old woman. Oh no. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would I would love to actually like design and I actually have designed and created and looked for um factories to create my own wigs, but oh man, I've spent so much money the the wig factories in China can be so shady, y'all. Yeah. Uh, they, they'll tell you, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do that. And then you get the wigs. You spend, like, all this money on 10 wigs minimum, and you get them in their garbage. Absolutely nothing like what you wanted. So, um, yeah, they just want that, like, that initial money. They don't even care if you're a return customer or whatever. So, sucks. 
so yeah, I would love to like maybe even go to China and see all the factories and find the best one and actually talk to them and, and see who could do what I want done. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you ever get uh, an apprentice that would make wigs for you? Because you, because I know that like Wigs and Grace has people that like yeah. help them so they can get multiple orders done at once. I totally would. I just, oh, man, I don't even know how to go about like you could put it out on know. Facebook and say, "Hey, I'm looking for one. an apprentice." I've had a whole lot of people message me about apprenticing, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just a matter of like, I don't know. Uh, figuring out mm-hmm. like you need who to get them to on, take. You and... need to get them on contract so for like two or three years. Yeah. Oh, that's smart. Because <clears throat> yeah, they smart. all learn your shit and maybe like slink away. And yeah, so you that's gotta the thing. It's got to sure. be. It's got to be someone that I uh, that I know pretty well. Yeah. And you make and some of the best and wigs and the stuff. most consistent Thanks. quality wigs. Yeah, Thanks. And like the fact that Naomi, I'm learning, and so many Shay, big name people, seen by the world, yeah. know that they can just like go to you with an idea and have it delivered and not have to worry about it. Like that yeah. says a lot. Thanks. I was always yeah. so impressed. Like uh, the, my first wig takeout <clears throat> wig I ever got was that Gaga wig. Yeah. The, the, like uh, Tony Bennett, like Lady Gaga duet thing. And like, there's this very specific way that the hair gets in her face, but I was like scared that it was going to get in my mouth and I was going to breathe <laughs> it in and not be able to do anything. And you like literally sewed in it's a, a special track and then styled it in such a way that it falls in my face and I can like feel very like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but it doesn't like get in the it's very cool you're oh, really good you're a wig wizard dang. you're a fucking bitch who knew but who knew? when it comes to I know wigs, I hate myself <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh this next one is gonna be fun <laughs> It says Alexis parentheses bevels. <laughs> I love Alexis bevels. We stand Alexis podcast. bevels um, from Chicago, obviously. How do y'all tackle time management? Auntie Chan. Oh Ooh. my God, this is so hard for me. <laughs> I'm stressed is just this, with this question. Is this a hard one for this you? This one is a really hard one because I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, I could be someone that's like writing down everything in a journal. Okay, I'm going to block out this time and do this. But. I just have to tell myself, okay, are you being productive right now? If not, do something productive. Mm-hmm. That's just what it narrows it down to. Like, um, I'll put down all <laughs> of the gigs in my phone and just like prioritize like what I need to be doing in preparation for that gig. <clears throat> but um, in terms of time management, like there really isn't a set in system that I abide to other than just make sure you're being productive. List. List. Yeah. 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 The yeah. notes section in your iPhone. Yeah. I, I you have that. to be able to look at it and check it off. Yeah. yeah. I set yeah. a lot of alarms and reminders for myself. Like, Hell yeah. put in a calendar event like two days before that's just like, you have to figure mm. out what you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do it. Because if I don't do that, I'll forget until I'm like scrambling. Yeah. I actually have a physical calendar on my yeah. wall that I have to write everything on. Mm-hmm. And like, if people message me about hair or whatever and I'm out and about, I just won't answer it until I get yeah, home and can get to my calendar or I'll forget all about it. I don't book people like some people (laughs) book shows will be like see people at the club and be like hey girl can you do this date? I have to literally like when I ask someone to do a gig, I ask that I message them the question mm-hmm. so that we have physical proof that I've asked you, and then I put a certain symbol next to the mm-hmm. name that says you've asked the question. And then yeah. when I get the, it's like I do the little what's it called? 
Uh, it's, it's like a tilde, but not over. It's a, yeah, it's, it basically means like approximate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I put that in front. And then when I get a confirmation, I put an asterisk. And if you have little systems in place mm-hmm. so that you know, hey, I've, you know, I asked her a couple of days ago. She's not responding. Let me hit her up. Like, you just need to have systems in place so that uh, you can do things in a quarter of the time. Yeah. You know, I'm oh, telling bitch. you, Google Sheets is amazing. If you come at me at the club when I am crossed over oh. talking business, oh, hello. you are a shady Right. That's all I have to say about that. Because like I'm real nice when I'm drunk, or real nice most of the time. And um, <laughs> I've yeah, seen drunk I, I'll, I'll tell you, John Edwards over there speaking at me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're a shady bitch. And then you come at me two days later, like, remember at the club you said, Mm-mm. no, no, I do not. That is a huge that. note that I have for <laughs> everyone is don't hold me to things that you're asking me in the club. And I hate when people come up to me and go, what would you change? about what I just like I don't know let's talk about it later now it's for shots and positive affirmation yeah. <laughs> I'm here to get fucked to, up and dancing to cupcake in the club like I'm yeah. not here to talk to you about the wig I'm gonna make you or yeah the or the show I'm you. gonna book you if you, you want in. immediate feedback get someone to videotape your performance and go into the dressing room and watch it afterwards that's yeah. what I do and it releases me from the panic I'm like I yeah. fucked up there I did fine there now I can go have fun yeah oh yeah record yourself performing yeah, you all the time Beyonce does it. That way you can tear yourself apart, hate yourself, and then then you drink and and you feel better. And then learn how to, you know, better yourself. Yeah. So make lists. Mm -hmm. You got to write it all down. Wait till you get home. Yep. Mm -hmm. Put little symbols next to things that are important. <laughs> <laughs> well, come up with a short a shorthand for yourself. Shorthand. Yeah, develop we need like a, a mnemonic. Develop system. Develop like, your system. If you find yourself you. doing something every week, you can be like, how can I make this happen in half the time? I was just talking to my friend who was trying to book me for something, and she messaged me and was like, hey, um, are you free on this day? I was like, yeah. She's like, okay, like I think I need someone to like do something for me on this time. I was like, okay, like when? Yeah. Well, you know, this and this. And I might need someone else. I said, she said, do you have any like suggestions? I said, yes. When you offer someone a gig or have a business proposition for them, have the who, what, when, and where ready so that I can answer you in one message and not in a series of messages. Yeah. So like have your way that you do things so that you can literally fire off something and go, and I'm just speaking in terms of bookings because that's where my yeah, brain yeah. goes. It's like this amount, this many songs, this is when you show up, you know, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like... How long is it? Realize that the people around you that are also business people have a lot going on and a lot of emails, and when I just get a message that just says, hey, I think, oh, that God, drives now me I gotta crazy. go, hello, hello, what do you need from uh-huh. me? Is like, it an emotional conversation? You, yeah. Is it a business conversation I have a nobody question, knows? I have a question to ask. Okay, this is now two messages that I'm having to send you <laughs> while I've got three other going on. Mm. Yes, what is the question you have to ask? This could have been one message. Like, Think of other people's time. This is kind of, we're going off on another road. I, like but I think a lot of people probably of think that it's rude to just like, like, Go straight in with go business. Go straight in with yeah. business. Yeah. And no, that's not. the way I prefer it. But Just start, it to do me. me a favor and start with, hello, I've said this before, hello, how's it going? This is what I need from you. This is what I'm asking. This is whatever. And then thank you and your name. Because so many people just don't even start with a hello. Mm-hmm. And it's just abrasive. I know. I and think that also sometimes is like, 
like sometimes it's a cultural thing too. Like people are, there are some cultures where people are like, first you start with your pleasantries. You make sure that yeah. the other person knows you enjoy them as a person. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can still do that all in one message. One yeah. message. Yeah. yeah. So. Sending a message that just says, hey, hi, question I have for you. Like, oh my God, that to me will get the biggest eye roll because I've already got... <clears throat> mm-hmm. 10 of those messages <laughs> and I'm I think feel like people don't know like yeah. what are the formalities because it yeah. is yeah. still a business and yeah. I, maybe maybe you need to write like a, a, a guideline a PDF Honestly, and just sell it bad. to people and be like this is like the information that you need to survive as that's why this podcast warmer. exists that's true they honestly this. this is our record yeah. but if you have done that I don't judge you because we're all learning here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yes mm-hmm. it does annoy me <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like 10 messages it should be one I'm tired. Yeah. He's going to set the building on fire. I don't know like, what this anger is surging from my body today. I'm so, Sarah got me here. Yeah, She's you knew evil. Sarah was coming. I have that effect on people. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I think it's you, buddy. Alex Jones up in here. <laughs> and they're trying to kill us. I'm running. <laughs> they took our jabs. Okay. Drag queens, uh, children. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Helena Handbag. Hello, Helena from St. Louis. For someone who can't afford more extravagant hair, what are some ways to give good hair illusions without breaking the bank uh, or doing it within a fixed budget? You Sarah know what? Like, I got this because <laughs> okay. I can't afford fucking extravagant hair, honestly. <laughs> By the time I finish my week of doing hair for other people, the last thing I want to do is on my time off do hair for myself. Yeah. So when I tell you my hair is half-assed as hell... Uh, <laughs> it teaches how to be half-assed. I mean, honestly. <laughs> so, professional. So one thing, uh, flat iron a wig. A, a flat iron a wig. You know, wearing a wig straight out of the bag, that's not, that's not a good look or whatever. But bitch, if you flat iron it and part it down the middle, it's a look. Yeah. That is great it advice. It suddenly becomes a look. Like... It, yeah. That that's that you know when I come out with flat ironed hair split down the middle that I didn't have time to do hair. <laughs> but it still looks presentable. And not even flat. I just take a steamer to it, you know, yeah. or oh, whatever. Great. Yeah. Or anything yeah. else. Um, do, what if they have a little more time? Uh, maybe a little money to spend, mm-hmm. not a ton. I mean, I mean, you uh, you can always stack wigs if you have if you have a little money. Go to a wig store or get you know cheap wigs even off of Amazon or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, buy them in pairs and stack them. I used to buy a base wig with <clears throat> lace, and then you buy a ponytail, the cheap hard front ones, and then you stack that on the back part, and then you use the hair from the lace. Mm-hmm. So you spend half the money on the ponytail, sometimes even less, and then you actually have the lace to work with. Yeah. So you have more hair. I actually have some old, old uh, tutorials on how to do, you know, old school drag hair, drag pageant hair or whatever uh, on YouTube. And... uh you can do those with that. That's like quick, easy. You can do the hair in five minutes. Mm-hmm. Use use multiple wig store wigs, cheap, easy. You can do that with lace fronts too. Yeah. Just just alter it. Think about it and alter it. Yeah. Yeah. And you taught me like tease <clears throat> the wig, but then like leave the smooth part in the front so you can like. Yeah. 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 So just, you can give it volume so it doesn't look like you just. Whoop, yeah, you can also like deepen the part, like make the part further over, and it gives it a, a more um, yeah. glam look. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you take it straight out of the bag, it just doesn't. Yeah, look. no. Yeah, give that thing a deep part. Hair, a good, good. Stack, hair. stack two or three of them on top of another, and part them real deep over one eye, and just kind of spray them, and get yeah. it's a better look than just 
slapping it on your you head. You can wear the simplest outfit, but with good hair, <laughs> it just totally changes the whole thing because it gives it that cartoony. Like, you can just tell someone spent money on yeah. hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can also wear a curly wig backwards if it's short. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't let know. Curly. But you can. Uh, yeah. Like, you seriously can. If it doesn't have, Back like, in a the day, we used to wear, we middle. used to, right. it, uh, it adds layers where there are none. Like, if you take, like, a bob and flip it upside down, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll add layers to yeah. it. Wow. Definitely got to stack them or whatever because the wefts in the back are yeah. spread apart or whatever. But finagle it. Just play with it. Don't be afraid to play with hair. A lot of queens are afraid to play with hair. You got me into that. Trinica. She finally got uh, me. Got don't, me. don't be afraid to touch your hair. That was the first thing my drag mother said to me. She said she had a very, very... Uh, Old school California girl. girl. <laughs> she said, and I used to be afraid to, you know, touch my hair. I'd put it on my head and 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 just sort of, you know, just barely touch it or whatever. And she'd be, she'd be like, girl, get your heads in there and play with it until it looks cute. Get, yeah. Keep playing with it. Keep playing with it. And I'd like finagle with it for, you know, 15 seconds. And she'd go, girl, girl, yeah. play with your freaking hair. I hate when you can see curls that are straight out of the package where, like, I was like, oh, just take a little, like, wide comb through it because it just looks so shiny and plasticky and it looks so much more natural and and it puffs it up more when you just run, like, a wide comb through it Different kinds of uh, brushes and combs will give it different effects, too. So if you take one straight out of the bag, give it a deep part or whatever, and you run, you know, like you said, a wide tooth comb, that's going to give it a different look than if you use uh, like a teasing brush, you Mm -hmm. know, those, 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 like a smoothing brush Mm -hmm. sort of things. Uh, You run that through it and it's going to spread everything out and make it fluffier and, you know, bigger. Whereas a wide tooth comb is going to make the curls more uh, defined. Yeah. 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 So have you ever like when I first got started, somebody told me to like, (laughs) (laughs) bless you. Somebody told me to put like if I had a really cheap synthetic wig that had like that plasticky coating on it, they told me to put it in like a a fabric softener and um, water mixture to like get the plastic off. I've heard that. Is that a real thing? I've heard this. I've never heard that, but I've seen people like like put baby powder and stuff on it. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. or or face powder, whatever. Yeah, the fabric softener like strips the. (laughs) Yeah, never worked that well for me, but allegedly it's a thing. I don't know. I never did that, but I I always used to wash my wigs in fabric softener. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, well, because synthetic wigs are not hair, so you don't use shampoo and conditioner on them, you treat them like fabric because that's what they are. They're fabric fibers. So you wash them with detergent and uh, conditioner is is fabric softener. I'm doing it all wrong still. (laughs) I haven't washed a wig in probably five years. Yeah. (laughs) disgusting. Well, when you have a styled wig, you don't want to put it through. Yeah, I I I refuse to brush out a styled wig. I don't because I do for myself sometimes when I'm, cheap but (laughs) i prefer not to not to have to brush them out and wash them and stuff so yeah Yeah. you're right though i haven't i don't think i've washed a wig since Mm -mm. that one wig that i poured that full beer into brushing out teasing stuff it's one of the most disgusting (laughs) things yeah never again All right, but well. clean your lace. Oh, clean your lace. How? Oh, well, How's the best way? Yeah. You know what? You know what? Use uh, the highest percentage alcohol. Trying to write and take I a have note. It. No, I have 99% it. alcohol, which you can get, you know, at 
at some grocery stores or whatever. But you can find it on Amazon. You can definitely find it on Amazon. Yeah, ninety nine percent alcohol. Just take that and and uh, uh, maybe a toothbrush or cotton yeah. ball or whatever, and just really. Go to town on it. Or I use Luster's mm-hmm. pink uh, spray. It's mm. uh, it's an oil sheen, and it's uh, got a pink cap, and it's clear. It's called Luster's. Yeah. Um, and that will help get the oil off of your face better. Um, it, it, I don't know. It just let me, get the, re- sorry, the residue off. Let of me it. tell you what, y'all, what I just discovered very recently. Yes, I don't know if y'all saw my um, drag con look. It was these giant pigtails that were very high mm-hmm. up, and they, you know, were very awkwardly balanced on my head. I had to, thanks. I had to, um, find a way to keep the wig on my head. So what I did was, uh, put a wig cap on and did the duct tape around the wig cap method. Like a lot of dancing Queens do. I'm not a dancing queen at all. (laughs) So I never in a million years thought to do this. I was like, I don't sling my hair around whatever, but I needed something to hold this wig on. And I did that and then pinned the wig from the wefts, the very front wefts, up under that duct tape and in the back, too. What are wefts? Uh, the, so you've got the lace front, yeah. and the wefts are, are the, 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 the lines of okay. hair. got it. Like when you buy yeah. it, like, separately in its own packs. And yeah. It's, like, yeah. sewn at the top. Yeah, like, the, just the, the rows of hair are yeah. wefts. Um, but... Uh, yeah, do that duct taping, that duct taping method. If you do that and pin that up under there... You don't even have to glue your wigs on. Wow. They lay so f- you cu- if you cut your lace all the way back, they lay so flat. And if you do, they're they're so secure on there. You can just use the black um, got to be gel, mm-hmm. which is yeah. what a lot of a lot of girls who wear wigs every day yeah. they use that. But I never trusted it because yeah. the wigs don't fit my head right. I have a giant melon head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But uh, yeah, if you if you if you secure the wig onto the duct the duct tape method, then uh, yeah. that's all it takes, and then you don't even have to like struggle to clean it. I did the I, I, with Valentina, and she had like the cleanest lace, but she keeps mm-hmm. like an inch of it. Mm-hmm. But it's like the nude lace, so you can't yeah. really see. Yeah. And someone was like, "Oh, girl, don't forget to glue your lace down." She's like, "Oh no, you can't see this in pictures." Uh-uh. And like I, ha- I <clears throat> trim my lace all the way to the highest point, except for on my mm-hmm. temples Eyes. where I glue it. But I also don't dance. But that I can wear a ponytail, whatever. She don't move. Girl, yeah. try that duct tape method and yeah. pin it down. And I'm telling you, you won't even have to glue it. It's yeah. amazing. It's a, it's the best the Let best thing that. I've figured out in a really long time. And that's such an old school. Like that's the thing people it's have been so doing in the old dressing school, room. But I just never hard. thought to do it because I have hair that I can pin my wigs to. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. thought to do it. And yeah, it just makes the the wig stretch on your head so perfectly that it covers. You know, a lot of people have a problem covering the sideburn area with wigs, Mm -hmm. and I'm one of those people. Same. Uh, So, yeah, I would have to stretch it over and then glue it and make sure it stayed glued down, and it just became a mess. So, to reiterate, you take a wig cap, you put it down, and then you take just flat duct tape, or do you fold the duct tape? I just use flat duct tape. Flat duct tape. Because some people, I actually use I actually use a nude colored duct tape, a duct tape that matches my Mm. skin. Yeah, Uh, and yeah, I put it half on the uh, wig cap and half on your skin and half on the skin. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then just uh, and the, take a couple of bobby pins and stick them through the where the wefting starts. And through, just the, through after the tape the, or under the tape. 
Under the tape. Under the tape. Yeah, put it up under the tape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you can do it in the back too. And what it does is it stretches that wig cap over your big ass head. <laughs> so Looking that, at you, Auntie Chan. Man. So so that then the the, the lace head. covers your um, yeah. sideburn and you don't have to worry about gluing it down to keep your sideburns covered. It's really yeah. cool. It's nice. Clever girl. Best thing I've figured out in twenty years yeah. of drag. I'm also learning the so oldest much. Of all of drag. The oldest one that I never paid attention to. You're giving to. this out for free. I know, I know. <laughs> you need a monitor. My Venmo is at wig takeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um all right, shall we do the final one? I think we should, and I'm excited about this because it's Ruben from New Zealand. We got nice. two international Zyland. questions this time. It's really oh God. This is really Zyland. good. <laughs> Um, I know both of you have gotten very popular. Wow. <laughs> I feel very attacked right now. <laughs> but it's okay. We're going to press on with the question, and I'm not going to cry. Sarah with the hair and Auntie with her various videos. Mm, various How, is various the descriptive videos. word I would use. Yeah, indeed. How do you guys cope with that instant stardom? <laughs> Has it been instant? I think you both busted your ass for it. Yeah, know. it seems like but a lot yeah. of work went into that. Uh, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been two long years <laughs> yeah. of do living you, in a box. Do you feel stardom, Sarah? Like, uh, like, uh, even uh, if it is inside of the drag community, like do you, do people go, "Oh my God, Sarah Andrews is here"? I actually, you know what? I maybe I don't know. Yeah. I went. I went out the other night, and people knew who I was. I think. I mean, you. You. I have, did that today, knowing you were coming here. I'm sorry. You have respect because you make something for the stars, and you're regarded by the. You know, it's you like know, the same as being a celebrity hairstylist. I actually, and, and honestly, honestly, and, I do feel like I, I am a little more respected now than when I just did drag because. I feel like I do have something to offer that's a little less selfish than mm. just me performing when I performed, you know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah, I guess. Auntie, how are you coping don't with instant stardom? <laughs> <Don't touch laughs> I knew this was going to be bad when instant, I turned to look, look at you. Instant stardom from your various videos. From my various videos. <laughs> you can find on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Eartha Kitt over here. Um, what a mess. Fame is such a disgusting, <laughs> evil thing. It 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 is what creates like the most mediocre people to go to move to California and think that they're entitled to have a following. Like, oh, I got to Hi, guys. It's another video. It's going to be me. I'm eating food. And you're like, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Like the whole the whole famous sort of thing. Gay people, you know, we love fame and stardom and it's all cute. and all. you know, we like to fake, uh, you know, homo homophobic attacks and we like to get oh my god and we like to do all I'm this still and that so and stuff. depressed and, about that and it, 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 it's really disgusting I think uh, I think I like to gas people up on their talent I love seeing people <laughs> getting in their mode and like uh, uh, just doing what they love like uh and all for all the right reasons. Um, so the whole like coping with fame thing, I just be like a genuine per I I've always been like a, a pretty genuine person, but like there, you know, I know that in the it, when you get like in the mode of it, like from the other drag race queens, like when they like do meet and greets, they they have a system figured out. Oh, I'm gonna say hi, hello. I'm gonna take an edible. I'm just gonna. I can tell you from backstage that is 100 percent what happened. Oh, they are hitting oh my the vape pit. <laughs> 
<laughs> right before the meet and greet because it's uh, an hour. Practicing yeah. their smiles, right. their waves, and all that stuff. That's and not that's to say like, they don't love you, but it's oh, stressful. No. There's so many yeah. of you. Oh, yeah. It's, we're all human beings and we They all, love you. Yeah. They just don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Um, <laughs> so fame. You hate it. So fame. It, Babe, he, she doesn't want it. Don't, don't, want it. don't throw it her it's way. Money is what I podcast. like. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do y'all think? Y'all, y'all have to deal with. I, you know, I think that stuff. stardom is scary. I think yeah. we scary. have folks. Is that what you said? Folks, that's gender. I got folks. I it, it's you, true. You have to set out the idea of stardom being a possibility based on doing a good at a job, mm-hmm. not stardom just because you want people to see you no matter what like stardom is something that you and I grew up in theater so it's like it's like this could possibly make you famous not you have to become famous right yeah. now. you know like some people are just <laughs> like I gotta I gotta get my face on this I gotta get people talking about me you know yeah. thanks Paris Hilton <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah. <laughs> but is I, she listening <laughs> who knows at this point I mean I think fame is like an unfortunate side effect of yeah. hard work and luck Oh, I do too. Yeah. And like, if you're doing really beautiful and good work that you believe in, people will naturally like gravitate towards you who respond to that work. But then like eventually it feels like people get swept up in it and, and start to like, our job is for people to attach their fantasy to us on some level. And people start to do that at a certain level. Once you get like, I'm speaking totally hypothetically from what I've seen from other people. It feels like (laughs) I don't have this yet. I'm, I feel like, people get caught up in their image of a person or what they're able yep. to project onto a person. And that can be difficult and to they, deal with. And they feel that they have, because of that, um, like kind of a view of what you, th- uh, I don't know how to say this. When you do something that doesn't live up to their expectation, it's, like an it's like almost like a personal attack to yeah. them, which I understand because I've had like celebrities that I've idolized and then they do stupid shit and you're like, ugh. Yeah, because it's like, oh, my mirror is gross. Like yeah. somebody splashed something bad on my mirror. Yeah. So, and then you do enough cool things in a row and then you, you feel this kind of like uh, pressure of people being like, don't let me down, you know? And yeah. You're like, but I just like did a bunch of cool things in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, yeah. I can do one fucked up yeah, thing, right? Like, come on. <laughs> like it, was a, it was a moment. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's but, also yeah. so much harder too. Cause like on some level, our drag personas are like a projection of our most ideal selves. Yeah. So if we like fuck it up, people are, I don't know. I think people see that in a really harsh way. Ooh. Don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. Oh, I, YouTube, YouTube is its own universe. And, um, I think that Reddit is a civil place. Say what you will about <laughs> what? Reddit. I think, what? I think really? that Reddit is, yes, I think there is, I think there's enough people on Reddit that control it to make sure that the, the people with really radical views do get downvoted and a lot of times eventually like deleted, mm-hmm. uh, in the communities. Like you might see wacky stuff every now and then, but I really do think there is a hierarchy that keeps in Things civil. It's like a Lord of the Flies type of <laughs> arrangement yeah, with yeah. the con- you hold yeah. the conch and you talk. A, so there's civil discourse happening there. More mm-hmm. saying YouTube is what is the first thing that pissed me off about this video? Here it is. I'm saying it, <laughs> and I can't read the shit. Like with the Roscoe's viewings going up, like it's just like every little thing is like 
they pick on it and I can't, you got to separate yourself from it because mm-hmm. it'll make you not want to do the things that you love because you hear the negative things and you have to think to yourself, you know what, when I'm watching things, I have the ability to not say all the negative things that, that come to my mind online, but some people don't, mm-hmm. but I also have those negative thoughts, yeah. <laughs> you know? So like let people think shitty stuff about you and don't let it fuck up your you know, and a lot of the times they're like children that aren't like right. fully mentally developed. Like literally, like <laughs> the worst. <laughs> the worst children. The yeah, worst children. is getting into an argument with someone and then finding out that they're literally eleven years <laughs> old. <laughs> like, that has happened to me, and I've been like, <laughs> "Fuck, shit!" You can't tell because <sighs> it's the internet. No, uh, yeah, what a mess. I try You'll try to insult them by saying, well, yeah, but you're a 12-year-old, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, I'm 11. And I'm like, oh, oh fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> don't, don't, I don't, I try not to. Yeah, fame's not real. Jump into the, oh, yeah. yeah. Connect with real things. Talk to your friends. Eat a bagel. I don't know. Yeah. Don't let yourself get too far into your own fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's right. good advice. Pull your head out your ass, people. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <laughs> and on that note, that's all I have and, to say about that. And that's the, the team. <laughs> all right, uh, Angie Chan, will you tell the people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Auntie, A-U-N-T-Y underscore Chan. Um, do you have any shows coming up? Like maybe Plot Twist? <laughs> oh, yes. I have a wonderful plot twist coming up uh, March uh, 18th with uh, the viral sensation herself, Miss Toto. Oh, my God. Toto. Plot twist is just that show where you She's see that. Bitch. All the, of it. That cra- oh, Miss Toto is, yeah, yeah she gets it. All she the, knows what it's gag. Yeah. She's. No, 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 I was gonna say, she's moving here, and I feel like that show is like we're all figuring her universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, god, I'm so excited. So, yes, plot twist March uh, 18th. Anything else you have to promote? Um, 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 uh, if you're local. So Ruben, I got this gigs, is for you. so just check out my Instagram. Okay. So great at yeah. promoting. Everything is good. Uh, Sarah, where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me at Miss Sarah Andrews, M-I-S-S, like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Sarah Andrews, no H, uh, on all social media. And then? And then 1-800-WIG-TAKEOUT. Dial 1-800-WIG-TAKEOUT. She, she posts all the wigs that she makes, and they're fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Sarah, aren't you coming back to drag matinee soon? Oh, my God, I am. I don't know when, though, because I don't have my physical calendar in front of me. <laughs> I Even I know. I'm excited. <laughs> I, I have the date memorized. Because it's also the princess's birthday. <gasps> oh, yes. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> um, I am uh, T-Rex in Chicago on Instagram and uh, Twitter and all the things. Um, you can find me on the 3rd of March uh, at XYZ at Roscoe's uh, with Victoria Elizabeth Black. We have a huge cast. It's going to be crazy. Also, I'm there every Thursday at 8 for the viewing parties. And we have some wild shit lined up. Like, we have some, like, big fucking names. Also, on the 9th at Drag Matinee, it's the Goofball with special guest James Mansfield. Uh, uh, spoiler, will be joining us on this podcast very soon. Yay. Uh, and also, Meatball will be there on the 9th. I love Meatball. Are they doing a matinee together? Yeah. The, the Goofball. Bitch, I'm doing that one too. Go yes. to that one. You messed. <laughs> oh my god! What a disaster! I, oh god, oh my you're goodness. so awful. I need a I need a rule book. I need someone to write down a rule book. Yeah. <laughs> You need a glass of water after all this champagne. <laughs> it's true. One and a half. Is it me now? Yeah. Can it be me? 
Uh, I'm lucky.stiff on Instagram. I am luckystiff2. That's the number two on Twitter because Carl will not respond to me. And I am uh, uh, every third Friday goddess at Berlin Nightclub. I co-host with Kat Sass. And this is coming out soon. So I'm also at Geek House at Berlin Nightclub doing oh, yeah. the... Um, Steven Universe, Crystal Gems. I'm very excited. I'm going to be doing Blue Diamond, who I'm super obsessed with. (laughs) I'm so stoked. And then I'm also this weekend at Sunday Social with Camilla Fox, which I am also excited Mm -hmm. to do. One of our favorite drag shows. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Camilla's amazing. That show is great. Meeting House is great. Um, And then everything else, you got to watch my Insta story for that and also videos of cute dogs. Duh. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us on this fine evening. And that's the, the team. Scary Mandrews out. <laughs> Seacrest out. <laughs> You're rotted. <laughs>